0: 7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabi Somosia. We are playing a, a very, very, very tough opposition. Uh, and we, we knew they are very disparate. They can come at us. We wanted to have a very good start. It was unfortunately that we could not get an early goal. Uh, there were moments where one thought maybe we could have had an early penalty which could have settled things down. But unfortunately, it did not happen. And very unfortunate to concede the goal that we considered. I still have to check in the video uh, because I thought it was offside, but uh, it, it put a lot of stress on us now because we had to come out and we know they are very dangerous on a counter attack with players like Rahale, players like Nyamane. And uh, we, we had to dig deeper, but we improved the intensity of our game. We started moving the pole a little bit faster, which is what we, we've always wanted. Uh, maybe that that goal helped us to come back to the normal game that we can play as sundowns because we started to lift the intensity which made life a bit, a bit difficult for them but uh, one must still say that we were not clinical enough we still made a lot of mistakes technically and uh, our possession at times was not as incisive to create scoring opportunities but uh it's something that we are working on very hard, but I'm very impressed with the, even the contribution like when he, he suggested that we let's try to, to invert our full so that we can get proper diagonals because that's where the goal of Nkulisi came. And Tappelo could have done the same and Lyle could have easily scored from that situation. And the tr- truth be told, it's a, it, it was a very good uh, idea when you put those full in the in the... because their wingers were not threatening us So we wanted to use our fullback a little bit more in our taking play, and I think it benefited us a little bit.
1: Okay, good evening everybody. Thank you for staying with us here on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM Spot On. I am Tabi Somosia, Katla Komodiva produces the show and Zelma Tribi is our technical producer this evening. We've opened with reaction from Sundown's co-coach Mangoba Mniti after have come from behind 3-1 win over TTM today to stretch their unbeaten run in all competitions to 28 matches. And we thought we should play the reaction because I saw that after the game they went straight to the Chiefs and Stellenbosch game. Uh, so, there was so I, I think those who had wanted to hear from the coach wouldn't have heard from the coaches at that time. So, that's what Coach Mango Bamgiti had to say about that 3 1 win over TTM. Sundowns last lost a match in all competitions in October last year. First game of the new campaign, MTN 8 knocked out by Bloemfontein Celtic. And then the jokes started coming in about the three coaches and all of that. But look what they've done now unbeaten in 28 in all competitions since October. How many months is that? I don't even know i think it's about six six months they they haven't lost a game Sure, they've now moved to 43 points after 19 games five is it five now it should be five clear of our golden arrows and amazulu who are a second and a third respectively and as if that's not enough there's six points now six points clear of golden arrows and amazul as if that's not enough sundowns have two games in hand sure. it looks like they're definitely marching to another successful defense of their title so they won 3-1 against TTM earlier today. The goals coming from uh, Nebulamba for TTM in the 18th minute. And then Rivaldo Kuzia with a header on the stroke of half-time for 1-1 at the break. Mkulise with another header um, with 20 minutes left. It was after Gaston Sereno had missed a penalty for sundowns. And then Sibusiso Villagaz. remember him Well, he's back with a goal for sundowns. And how important is he for this run-in? Well, I guess I don't even know if they need him for this run-in. But imagine they still have Villa. Uh, for this run in, and then uh, t- there was also Kaiser Chiefs and Stellenbosch uh, today. It was a nil-nil at half time, and then it all happened like in the last twenty minutes or so. Nathan Sinkala, uh putting Stellenbosch ahead after seventy-two minutes. Five minutes later, Castro then equalized for for Chiefs to make it one-one. And then Nange, who's reportedly going to Chiefs at the end of the season, put Stellenbosch two-one up after eighty minutes. And then five minutes later, Ngo Singi equalized for Chiefs with a well-taken goal. So it finished 2-2 between Kaiser Chiefs and Stellenbosch at the FNB Stadium. Those were the games in the premiership at this afternoon. So Chiefs are still ninth and Stellies are tenth with that win. But back to the show tonight, we want to go back to that conversation that we could not hold last week due to the president, uh, Cyril Ramaphosa, speaking to the nation. It was going to, going to be a conversation about the way forward uh, for South African football. Where have we gone wrong and how South Africa and football can be fixed after another failure to qualify for afcon which led to the sacking of bafana bafana coach mlifeng inseki as we all know now with many people though believing that it is the fall guy that more people should take responsibility or should account for this uh, latest um, failure so tonight we're going to have a conversation and pick the brains of of the respected coach they call them the technocrats these days coach Zipod Langalala many people were impressed when they saw him analyzing on sabc the other tournament um, I think it was Afcon when he was in studio, if I remember correctly, but he was in studio and people were like, oh, who's this guy? We like what he has to say. And those who work closely with him hold him in high regard. And I know one of them is the late master tactician at Ted Dimitro. It was the World Cup. Katako says it was the World Cup when he was analysing. So the master tactician, Ted Dumitru also worked closely with Zippo Zangalala. So we're going to hear from a fresh voice. And also let us know if you agree with the thoughts of the men we're going to speak to tonight. A former coach at Taxi Tech Galaxy. He was also with Chipper United to name but a few clubs. That's coach Zippo Zangalala. You can send us your voice notes to 061-4104-107. Any comments or any views you might have about our discussion or the way forward for our football now that we are here again. But before that, let's just finish our conversation. That we started last night with the South African Football Coaches Association, uh, who are against the appointment of Luke Amal at Chippa United. And Sudesh Singh is back on the line to speak to us. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, he's already there. Sudesh, thanks for being available to speak to us. We, we ran out of time yesterday. Apologies for that.
2: No problem. Uh, good evening, Tabiso, and good evening to the listeners.
1: Thanks, Sudesh. You were telling us last night that you're opposing this appointment of Luke Amal, and you gave us strong views and reasons. And what's next now? Have you as SAFA taken any action? Will you write to SAFA or will you write to CHIPA?
2: No, absolutely, uh, Chabu. from last night, uh, as we left it off early this morning, uh, we consulted with the SAFA executive and we wrote another letter to SAFA. Uh, SAFA have, uh, consequently, I think they did it a few days before, they had uh, engaged FIFA and the ethics committee to get uh, further guidance on this matter. Uh, Concurrently, SAFA have also been in contact with the Ministry of Home Affairs to see how we can uh, deny this man a work permit. We, we both, uh, because we are an associate member of SAFA, so we cannot act on it uh, independently. We've got to follow protocols and work via SAFA. Mm. Uh, previously, if you remember, we had successfully managed to stop this guy uh, working for Chipa mm. and we had engaged the, the, the Ministry of Home Affairs. We will continue to do this because we will make sure uh, that this guy doesn't work in South Africa, and we will also uh, lobby cap to, 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 to put it out to all member associations. So, what is the sad thing? This man has never come forward to show remorse. He's never apologized. Mm. He's never tried to, to, to give his side of the story. In fact, if you know correctly what happened in Tanzania, uh, he went back home and he said he's got lawyers engaged to try and uh, get to the bottom of this and try to fight it, you know. So a person like this obviously doesn't respect us as Africans. He doesn't respect our football. Uh, he, 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 feel he doesn't feel the need to apologize for anything. So how, how can we host such a person in South African football, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: And what impression do you get From South Sudesh? because there have been Mixed reports I know when we spoke to them Off air yesterday they said that they still stand By at their stance that Luke Emile is not, is not a welcome in South Africa But we have also seen a letter That they would written to Luke Emile, Luke Emile or to his representative Which says that the association does not Grant permission to enter or exit the country That is the function of the government Our position is that we do not deny We do not deny your right to be employed In South Africa or freedom of association Association. What what stance, what do you get from from Safa after the latest happenings?
2: Yeah, I think as I mentioned earlier, from the latest that we got today, speaking to people at Safa and uh, how they want to handle it via the ethics committee, both at Safa and at FIFA, and they're also getting legal advice. Uh, Yes, obviously Safa is not the Ministry of Home Affairs. They cannot deny somebody to enter the country. But what we can do, and I know Safa are going to push for that, is to deny Uh, to put pressure on the Ministry of Home Affairs not to give the guy a work permit. And I think that's as much as Safa can do. And I think now we need also the government to come on board and and, and show some political will, because the whole country is in uproar, not just the country. I mean, I get calls from around the continent. Uh, People are waiting to see what's going to happen. They're actually shocked that this man... Has already been paraded in the media in Eastern Cape in the, in the, in the kit of the club. Mm. And uh, they're actually disappointed, uh, especially knowing the history of our country and how we fought for liberation, you know. And here, some club in Eastern Cape uh, decides to, to just virtually show us the middle finger, you know. So that is something I know that the SAFA leadership, mm. uh, the SAFA NEC, are not going to take this matter lightly. They're going to continue to lobby the, uh, the government. To deny this man a work permit, and we, as a coaches' association, are also going to do this vigorously via Safa, and and we have other organisations in support. And as you know, what has been happening in the media is uh, civil movements that are coming on board, mm-hmm. and uh, even other political parties. You know, mm-hmm. so I think it's it's a groundswell of of, uh, of 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 outrage on on this man because it's like. Yatelela, uh, this guy, because mm-hmm. he just thinks that he can trample over us as Africans and everyone is going to bow to him, you know. And it's also disappointing that this club decides to also back the guy, you know.
1: Yeah. Yes, and I remember now that you mentioned the civil rights movement, actually when this story first broke, when Lok was still at Young Africans Younger in Tanzania, it was then in the middle of the Black Lives Matter a campaign when it happened, and I couldn't believe it. And well, I know absolutely. when it when it broke, he 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 then did another video where he went down on his knee and he put up a fist, but it was after everything had happened. And um some people are saying, Sudesh, that Safa should take their own stance here, regardless of what the investigations in Tanzania find, or regardless of what home affairs or or, or, or the government authorities do. Is that possible? Can Safa make their own decision or do, do they need the other parties like you've mentioned here?
2: Yeah, I think, when it because obviously on the, on the work permit issue, it's, it's, it's a political thing, it's a government issue. But I agree with you, and I think Safa is showing that uh, strength and political will to deal with it decisively. Today, when we spoke to Safa officials, they are also seeking their own legal opinion to see how best they can make a stand against us, you know, from a footballing point of view. But uh, at the end of the day, we also, I mean, what shocked me over the weekend or yesterday we spoke, uh, what was the guy doing in the country in the first place? How did he get in? Yes, he can come in as a tourist or or such. But how do you parade him in your club colors? Surely that is illegal because it means the guy is working for you. How is he working in the country when he doesn't have a work permit? That already is, is, is illegal. So it, it raises a lot of questions of, 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 you know, what was really going on because uh, us people in the football circles heard that he was in the country apparently going to another club and then all of a sudden he ended up in the Eastern Cape, you know? Mm. So so, so it's, it's it's a bit surprising that clubs are still prepared to go against uh, the cause, uh, go against the anti-racism cause, and and still uh, be brave enough. And uh, I heard earlier on uh, talks of another political party in Eastern Cape preparing to, to really go on a serious march and protest, and I don't blame them. I think uh, you rightfully mentioned this broke out in the... Black Lives Matter uh, period, and, and and it's something that if you're not African, if you're not racist, it, it touches every nerve in your body, you know. And uh, people talk about the Tanzania issue. As mm. people who are involved in football, we know the history of this man. He's been around in South African football, in African football, he's worked in other countries. And you get the news of what this guy has done and how he behaves, you know. Mm. So, it's not a one-off thing. This man has a, has a track record of, of disrespecting Africans, of disrespecting black people, of, of, of showing his uh, uh, flawed sense of superiority. And we can't just accept this. It must be a lesson to all out there. And worst of all, he doesn't show any respect by showing any remorse, by, 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 by uh, willing to undergo, I don't know what, if there's any kind of training for racism or something like that, but there's nothing. All he wants to do is is to work because, I mean, where he comes from in his country, he's not even respected there. They don't even know him. You know, he's not even coaching. He couldn't get a job in a third or fourth or fifth division club in, in Belgium, but here in Africa, I think this also shows us up as Africans that we're prepared to take any any guy who's a plumber, mechanic, or, or whatever, as long as he comes from Europe, and and we just accept. And the guy still tells us in the face that you guys are. Uh, a so-called what and what and what. And and it's fine. We carry on like it's, it's normal. So, us, we are at fault because it's like we don't respect ourselves as Africans or, uh, unless we are still not liberated in the mind, you know. We still think that we are inferior. Yeah. And, I mean, you look at some of our coaches are excelling. We have our own pizza. Look what he has done. We have, uh, and when I talk about Africans, it doesn't need to be uh, a, a darker hue. I mean, as mm-hmm. long as you're African in your heart, you believe in it, You're an African. I mean, there's Benny, there's Gavin Hunt. I can talk of many coaches, even from other countries. But we need to have that sense of pride. And for us as coaches and the Coaches Association, we take this very, very personally because, uh, I mean, the club that employed, he he says that, no, the guy has been out of work for six months. We must uh, forgive him and move on. I mean, what nonsense is that? What about all the coaches? What about the coach you just fired? Do you care about him and his family? What about all the coaches? You look at today on social media, there was a list floating around of all the coaches who've been at uh, this time. How many are they?
1: 28.
2: 28. And you look on that list, how many of those coaches are still unemployed? Are we thinking about them and their families, how they survive? Okay. Let me just take a quick
1: break so Dash will wrap up after this.
2: Okay. At SAFM
1: Radio and at Tavi Somosia on Twitter. Okay, and I see people are waiting for our conversation with the uh, coach Zipoj Langalala is already on the line but we just want to wrap up with the uh, Safka Sporting director Sudesh Singh Sudesh if, if Luke Amel says he wants to meet with Safka he wants to apologize would you accept that or would you expect would you accept an apology from from him regardless of whether he meets with Safka or not?
2: We would gladly meet him but we would like to know how is he going to apologize for something like this and, and what are the steps going forward? Is he going to do it sincerely just because he wants a job? what would his intentions be, you know? So first, we need to look at all those things. But uh, from what we know, I don't think there's any way, uh, there's, any, there's any purpose in meeting him, you know, because he's, he's been arrogant, he's been rude, he's been disrespectful. So obviously, he's showing us the middle finger. Uh, why would we want to meet with someone like that, you know? But as human beings, if he's showing sincerity, we would like to hear his side of the story and what are the steps he's going to take to, 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 to fix his, the mess that is caused. Not only in South Africa, all over the continent, you know. yeah
1: And by the way, you're right, he's already working at Chipa There is a picture today where they were doing a jersey handover for their new signing, Luyolo no Mandela. And he's there on the field with the new coach, Siagwambi. And uh, they're basically handing over the jersey to Luyolo. So the man is already working at Chipa But thanks, uh, Sudesha, for speaking to us. It's always great talking to you on the show. Thank you. That's a self-custoding direct.